It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today, it's just me. I'm flying solo, and I wanted to address this idea of biohacking, all right, or of you know finding ways to change your lifestyle or to hack your biology to help you feel better, have more energy, be more productive, uh, just be you know a quote unquote better version of yourself. Uh, that seems to be the thing that everyone's trying to do is find these uh, little shortcuts maybe to, to help them perform better or feel better. And uh, I wanted to give you my opinion on uh, this topic and then maybe give you my version of some biohacks. So um, for me, I don't, uh, I don't love the term and I don't love the idea that we can find ways to cut corners in any way. Um, I think the biggest thing we can do is make conscious lifestyle changes that over time help us feel better, perform better, have more energy, be more productive. Uh, I think if it's something that will be, you know, quick and easy, like putting, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, fasting here and there, um, or putting, you know, butter in your coffee and, and all these different things, is that going to help a little bit? Maybe, but ultimately it's not correcting maybe the underlying issues or underlying things that we're that that we need to address. So for me, there are four areas that I want that I, you know, talk to my clients about that I think are extremely important that if you really start locking in these areas, you're going to feel better. You're going to perform better. You're going to be more productive. And it's not going to be uh, you know, it, it'll be more effective and long lasting than just putting butter in your coffee. So um for me, uh number one we're going to talk about sleep. And I'm not just going to go into the, the qual, uh, quantity side of things because I think we all know we got to get enough sleep. But for me, how about circadian rhythm? How many people think about what time they go to bed at night and what time they're getting up? And is that the same every day? Is it the same even on the weekend? That seems to be my, you know, my biggest problem. And that ends up being the biggest problem a lot of my clients run into is they get up at you know, 5.30 or 6 every day uh, during the week and the weekend comes around and it's 8 or 9, 10 o'clock in, you know, in the morning before they roll out of bed. And that's tough to, to be able to stay on that routine and to get back into it because you imagine getting up at 10 a.m. on a Sunday and then trying to make yourself go to bed and get back up at 5.36 on Monday doesn't always work out. We're starting the week off kind of already in the hole. So for me, that's one of the biggest things that I think is neglected is, you know, honoring our circadian rhythm, going to bed at the same time, roughly every night, and then waking up at the same time. And on the weekends, trying to keep that within an hour or so of what your standard is during the week. That will be, you know, you'll be amazed at what that does for your energy levels and productivity. 
You know, you want to talk about, you know, other ways to, to gain more energy, sleeping enough and maintaining your, uh, your circadian rhythm, really important. And it's going to do, uh, you know, give you, do wonders for you. So, um, number one, sleep. Number two, hydration. This is something I really run into um, with a lot of my clients. A lot of people, I ask them, okay, well, what, you know, on average, you know, how much water do you drink during the day? And a lot of times, you know, I get, I don't know, I get a shrug of the shoulders and people really, you know, don't really know. And then they want, then I get the, the questions like, you know, does the water in my coffee or my protein shake count? And, you know, my answer is if you're asking me if those things count, you're not getting enough water right? Because if we're really focusing on it, you're, you're not, you know, worried about if the water that you're using, you, you know, in your coffee, you know, that the filtered water is, uh, you know, counts towards your, your daily total. So for me, half your body weight in ounces as a starting point, And then you got to add from there. If you're training, it needs to be more than that. If you are outside working you know, and your occupation needs to be more than that. If you live in the state of South Carolina, where I am and where it is really, really hot, you're going to need to add from that. Um, for me, I think, um, you know, that half the body weight in ounces from a starting point, I add, you know, 20 ounces for maybe every hour somebody's training in, in our gym because our gym is hot, especially in the summer, uh, not having air conditioning being, you know, a warehouse space in the south. Um, you know, and so it's going to be a little individual individualized there, but I would encourage you to track your water. And I mean just water. I don't mean seltzer water. I don't mean, mean your coffee. I don't mean your tea even. I want just water. Track it. Are you getting half your body weight in ounces um, in, in terms of water intake? So uh, if you're not, start there. All right. You'll be amazed at not only how much more energy that you have, but really your performance will improve. We know that one to two percent of dehydration uh, has huge implications with performance. And that, you know, is something that, uh, you know, is such an easy fix. And all it does is take um, a conscious effort. Uh, for me, what I like to do is I like to get a water bottle that is a set number of ounces, and then I tell myself I have to have you know four of this bottle or five of this bottle, and then I just have to be able to count to four or five. I'm not you know you you know counting and trying to track actually every single ounce and getting to you know 120 ounces or whatever the prescription is for that person. Um, I'm, I'm just counting. Did I get my four bottles in? Did I get my five bottles in? And then I give myself even better or even more uh, restrictions or guidelines on it to make sure that I'm not consuming so much later in the day, which might have me, you know, possibly interrupt my sleep. I want to have, okay, I want two of these bottles by noon and I want two more by seven, you know, and that, that helps me stay on track. So sleep number one, hydration number two. Number three, digestion. You know, this is something we always worry, you know, we constantly are looking at our macros and we're worried about are we getting enough protein, carbs, and fat or the right ratio of these things. But how, how much are we actually looking at food hygiene and, we're, and looking at the whole digestive process? Um, I, I'm guilty of this, man. I eat on the run way too often, you know, uh, I, or I'm doing something else. I'm, you know, writing a program. I'm answering an email. I'm flipping through Instagram. I'm doing something while I'm eating and I'm not present. And that's something I've really tried to focus on is being present. You know, food is a huge investment when you think about it. It's 36, 44 hours, if not more, uh, that, that it takes this entire digestive process. So I want to be present. I want to sit down while I'm doing it. I try to, you know, not eat standing up and not multitask. I try to sit down now when I'm eating and not look at a computer screen, not look at my phone. If I'm with other people, I'm trying to actively engage in a conversation. I'm not, you know, texting, you know, while I'm sitting near somebody. I want to have a conversation. I want to sit there. I want to be present in the moment while I'm eating. Now, I also want to actively smell and chew my food thoroughly. You know, we know that um, 
the digestive process starts in the mouth, right? So by, you know, smelling your food, you know, getting the body ready and stimulating, you know, the uh, production of saliva and then chewing thoroughly, we're already starting that breakdown process. We're making it easier on our gut by doing those things. So obviously we're, we're breaking down the food in our mouth is going to you know, be helpful in terms of you know, crushing it up, but, but also you know, the enzymes in saliva are where we initially start breaking down carbohydrates. And that again, that process starting in the mouth is huge. And if we aren't sitting down, you know, pay, you know, being present, making sure we're chewing enough. I, you know, I try to put my fork down between bites now, chew, you know, it, you know, it doesn't really matter 20, 25, 30 times. You can count if you want, but just thoroughly chewing and being present in that process, you'll be amazed at how much better your gut feels. So for me, I've got to be more present in this process and you'll be amazed at the result if you do, um, if you do really pay attention to that whole process and what you're doing. And that's, so that's number three. We've had sleep one, hydration two, digestion three and number four movement right so you know we've been on here so many times talking about uh really intricate uh and you know all the details when it comes to program design and and strength conditioning and and exercise prescription but honestly i'm talking about movement as a daily practice so if you you know are really looking to be more productive and to have better energy consistent energy throughout the day and throughout the week you got to make movement a daily practice it's not just the hour that you hit it hard in the gym three or four times a week every single day you got to have some type of movement some kind of thing that you do um, active movement is so important from a, you know especially from a recovery process uh, you know from previous training we know that if we are you know moving blood and and these little submaximal concentric contractions you know through biking or rowing or using the ski erg or whatever you might have is going to help in recovery from previous training uh, but that movement of blood is so important and we know that that it doesn't even take high intensities to really uh, you know change things like increase you know uh, bdnf in the brain and other things that are going to help with you know productivity uh, you know outside of the gym so make movement a daily practice. You know, it helps with recovery. It's going to help with productivity, your energy levels. It's something I can't stress enough. So, um, you know, on your, you know, you may think, oh yeah, I go to the gym, you know, four times a week. Well, my question is, okay, well, what else are you doing on those other three days? You've got to have movement in some capacity as a daily practice. It can be easy blood flow. It can be some, you know, movement routine, you know, or movement practice like yoga or something like that. But we got to move. We got to move blood every single day. Uh, so for me, those are my four biohacks, man, in my version of biohacks, you know, four areas outside, uh, you know, really outside the gym or outside your traditional thought of training. And, 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 you know, they are going to hopefully provide those things that everyone seems to be looking for, you know, being more productive, feeling better, having more energy, just being a better version of yourself. So I encourage you this week, you know, if you don't track some of these things, track them, see how much water you're drinking. Are you drinking enough? You know, my, you know, be conscious about what you're doing when you're eating. You know, what are you doing on your off days when you're not in the gym? Are you moving? You know, during, even days that you do train, do you sit for eight to 10 hours in a row, then go train for an hour and then go home and sit again? You know, or are you getting up and having, you know, consistent movement as part of your everyday life? And, and of course, you know, sleep, you know, write down what time you're going to bed. You know, is it the same every day? What time are you getting up in the morning? Is it consistent on the weekend? I think that these four areas are, are in my, you know, what I like to say it's, it's easy money. It's free money. It's, you know, it's something that, you know, is, it doesn't take a ton of extra effort and it can make a huge difference and might make it so you don't have to put butter in your coffee. I'm just saying. So, um, you know, let me know what you think. 
try it out these week or this week. Um, give me some feedback. I'd love to hear your opinions on it. If you want to know more about these or other things that I like to talk to my clients about, I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. As always, if you haven't already, please go uh, to iTunes, leave us a review, five-star review. We really appreciate it. It's how we reach more people. It's also an opportunity to leave uh, a question or a comment or, or something for a topic uh, if you want us to talk about something in the future. Uh, and again, I thank you for listening. Uh, it really means a lot. And I uh, hope you tune in next week. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.